Spotlight Connecticut with Morgan Cunningham. Embracing what's fun with Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. If you were there last night, you know how amazing it was. Frankie Valley and the last encores at Mohegan Sun's big arena. And when I heard that he was going to be there, it was about a month ago. And I said, I've got to be there. Now, this is the second time that I have had the pleasure, the absolute honor of seeing Frankie Valley live in concert. I've loved his music forever. Um, and I said that I really ought to see it again because he's going to be 90 next May, 90 years old. So he's 89 now. And when you hear him calling the show the last encores, even though he is so still very talented and skilled and looks great and sounds phenomenal, you know, he's 89. He's calling the tour the last encores. And so I said to myself, I ought to go see him again while I have that opportunity. And the place was packed. I got my tickets at last minute. I was blessed because I landed a seat that was only eight rows back from center stage, which was pretty cool itself. Um, So it it was a magical time. For those of you who missed it, I put together a little medley of great Frankie Valley songs because, you know, I just want you to share that magic with me. Although there's one song in this little medley I put together that he did not play last night. See if you could figure it out. So there were 10 people from the WTIC audience that we sent there for free. They won their way in. I bought my way in. I bought my seats. But I'm sure that those 10 people, if they made it to the show, they had a phenomenal time. My In Case You Missed It medley, Can't Take My Eyes Off You, Beg and Walk Like a Man, December 1963, Oh What a Night, Working My Way Back to You, Opus 17, Don't Worry About Me, Silence is Golden, Don't Think Twice, It's All Right. I hoped he would play it. I knew he wouldn't, and he didn't. So I put that in there as an honorable mention, and of course, Ragdoll. And for those of you who think that this is just for older audience members, and they were there, but I will tell you there were more people between the ages of, say, 20 and 50 that you probably wouldn't expect to see there. And I think a big part of that is because of Jersey Boys and, you know, the movie and the musical about Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. Um, That has really become so popular, and it's gotten a whole new generation interested in his music. Uh, It was even in the parking garage I got talking to somebody who was about my age. I'm 27, and, and this guy who was about my age or maybe a little younger possibly, and he was there, he told me, to see Frankie Valli in the Four Seasons. I mean, he let people get up to the stage to dance when he was doing Swearing to God, which... Being eight rows back, I was able to be among them. He uh, gave a lady a CD. Another woman gave him flowers. It was a magical time. It really was. And I just wanted to talk about that. Well, this hour, we're all about music because there's a girl group in Simsbury. They're kind of like the female version of the Four Seasons, if you will. They're called the Casey Sisters. Now, their last name is spelled C-A-S-E-Y, but they actually were creative, and they call themselves the KC Sisters. In other words, they're literally spelling it K and the letter C. So if you're going to try to look them up online, you better get that right, KC Sisters. But they're five sisters from Avon. We're going to be talking with four of them this hour on Spotlight Connecticut because they've got a number of Christmas shows coming up this month. They have a new song out covering a classic Christmas song. We'll play it a little bit later this hour. So it's all about music this week on Spotlight Connecticut. I'm Morgan Cunningham. When we continue my conversation with the Casey Sisters. 
This is WTIC in Hartford. This is Brian from Simsbury, and you're listening to Spotlight Connecticut with my friend Morgan Cunningham. As we continue on this Saturday afternoon, having a lot of fun talking about music from Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons to the Casey Sisters. And the Casey Sisters are going to be playing throughout the month of December. They have a bunch of Christmas music shows that are coming up. And so it's something that you should try to check out if you like music. I think that you'll be quite pleased if you were to check out one of their shows. So let's bring them on, shall we? Introducing the Casey Sisters. We'll start with Tasha. Hi, Tasha. Hi, how are you? And to the right of her, we have Kathleen. Hello. And to the right of her is Elise. Hi. And across from me is Noel. Hi. Hi. Welcome, everybody, to WTIC Radio. And I think your mother was telling me that a number of years ago, when you guys were younger, you were on with Damon on 96.5 TIC-FM. Yes. yes. So I, does the place ring a bell? Do you remember us? Absolutely. Yeah, I think when we walked in, we were like, this place looks really familiar. Is this where we recorded Damon Scott's jingles? And it was. So, yes, we're oh, happy to be back. Okay. <laughs> we did an interview, and then we did some jingles that he put on his show like throughout the weeks. So you guys have been at this for quite some time, haven't you? Yes. yes. Yep. We've been we've been doing this. So before Elise and Kathleen, the youngest two sisters are twins. Um, before they were even born, we were performing. And so it's kind of just like they were born into the, the band. Um, I, I like to say I can't even remember the first time I was on stage because I can't. <laughs> now, who's the oldest sibling here? I am. Noel. You are. Noel. Yes. Okay. So... You must remember everybody getting involved in music, yourself included. Kind of. I mean, <laughs> I remember, so my dad is a jazz pianist and our mom is a classical violinist. So when we were younger, how it started is we would just put on shows for them in the living room, um, you know, doing like Sound of Music, 16 Going on 17, all these classics. And then my mom thought it was just so adorable that she took us to senior centers so we started performing for them and they absolutely loved it and then Elise and Kathleen were born and joined in and then it just grew and grew and grew from there I was going to say so as siblings came along the group they got just... a little bit bigger <laughs> yep. Yep. and ever since then the Casey sisters which I should notice spelled K-C as in yes. K-C in the Sunshine Band, yes. but the last name is really C-A-S-E-Y, isn't yes, it? Yes, you are correct. We thought it looked cooler to have the letters. You like that? <laughs> yeah, we did. But does it ever confuse anybody? Yes. It a does? Lot, yeah. Yes. <laughs> a lot of people ask if we're from Kansas City all the time. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't expect that. <laughs> wow, Kansas City. All right, so let's go over to Tasha. What's your earliest music memory? Oh, I'd have to say it would be at a senior center when we would perform the shows and then my parents would make us go talk to every single audience member after. So I kind of remember those days pretty well. And then um, I remember seeing at a few fairs when we were younger, like a teddy bear fair. Um, but just little glimpses like of memories because it was I mean, I was maybe three years old. I was pretty young. And what about you, Kathleen and Elise as well, sharing one microphone over there? Your <laughs> earliest memories? I think my earliest memory is actually um, when we recorded our Christmas album. Um, we were, I think, only four years old, and so we were only on one song because we couldn't really sing that well at that point. <laughs> um, but it is the best song on the album. Um, and I think that was my earliest memory, just like being in the studio and just watching them all um, sing for like hours. And I think my earliest memory was a Christmas show where we were like 
three or four and we were doing Jingle Bells and that's the only song Kathleen and I sing and we it's like a really cute little moment where we share a mic and we like basically shout the first verse <laughs> of Jingle Bells and I remember us not really knowing what to do yet so our mom came over and she held the microphone for us and she was lip singing the words while we sang them and that was my first memory. <laughs> Where does the musical skill and talent come from? Obviously, you have two parents here who are musicians, Mm -hmm. and you guys have seemed to get the music gene. I mean, I think just music was always in our house when we were younger, and we just loved to play. Like, if you walk into our house, our wall has a bunch of instruments just hanging on it because we have so many. We just like to play them all. Um, And I think we were just always surrounded by it. There's always music playing in our house, whether it's like my dad playing piano or my mom playing violin or any of us singing or like us screaming Disney yeah, or like any of the musicals. Uh, We just always loved music. So I think you can never get us to stop singing, even if you wanted to. We never really wanted to stop. I think we also we also really love performing. Like we like being on stage together. We like the atmosphere that we bring to people. And it's just fun for us. So um Music has been really, really fun. So I think the skill maybe started off with our parents, but I will say neither of them are singers, and we (laughs) all are. So I don't know where that came from. Now, how did you guys get on to Nickelodeon, which somehow ended up in your meeting Debbie Gibson? They They told us that we were on the show two weeks before we were on the show. So we were like, oh, my God, we need to hustle. And so it was chaotic in our house right before we went out there. But we pulled it together, and it was really great. How did you guys pull that together in such a quick <laughs> amount of time and make sure that you guys were rehearsed and prepared and knew what you were going to do? I mean, we've been singing our whole lives, so there's part of it that we kind of already had together. But in those weeks before that show, <laughs> we took it to a whole new level. We were singing like four to five hours a day we were meeting we actually had like two rehearsals that we'd have a break and it was timed pretty well it was the very beginning of summer so no one had like started work yet so we didn't have anything that we had to like cancel but it was a lot we had our singing teachers come and kind of help us out and have these group lessons all together but I mean it was it was dedication it it was yeah and then kind of after the Nickelodeon show was kind of also when we became a lot more serious because we liked it so much and we liked being on that stage that the rehearsals and the time commitment kind of blew up from there. I'm Morgan Cunningham at Spotlight Connecticut, and I'm with the Casey sisters, at least four of the five, Tasha, Kathleen, Elise, and Noel. At some point in time, you guys got the attention of Debbie Gibson, mm-hmm. I understand, and I don't know how that works out. So for fans of 80s music, these four ladies are somehow involved with Debbie herself. Debbie Gibson was one of the celebrity judges on Nickelodeon, And when we performed, she immediately came up to us after and said she used to sing with her sisters. She absolutely loved what we were doing, and she just took a special interest in us. So we stayed in touch with her after Nickelodeon, and the following year, she coached us through recording Oh Holy Night, um, which was obviously a Christmas song. But she kind of um, coached us from afar. We would send her a recorded version. She would give us comments and then send it back um, until we got it to the point where we really loved it. And we would have Zooms with her. We participated in workshops with her. And then last year, she released a Christmas album, and she was performing in New York. And so we messaged her, and we said, hey, you know, we see you're in New York. We would love to come see you and just you know, see you after all these years and come to the concert. And her reply was, well, why don't you just come on stage and perform with me? So we were like, okay. <laughs> so we went to New York. We knew about it 
the day before. So it was very last minute. Um, and she let us do our own song on stage. She called us up. We performed Oh Holy Night. Um, and then she had us sing two other songs with her. We did some harmony and background music. Um, but that was that was really, really cool. And we're still in touch with her, and she's still a great resource for us. What were some of the things that she would say to you in listening to your various different uh, alternate takes, if you will, of Oh Holy Night? What were some of the things that she would say, uh, you know, I like this, but try this next time? What was the feedback you were getting? Yeah, I think the one of the main ones was that... Um, Sometimes when we perform, we like to start in unison or in a solo and then break out into harmony because harmony is our, our really main point. You know, that's really what we do. Um, but her advice was start the whole song in harmony so that people can really hear the harmony right off the bat. Um, and she was saying, you know, there's so many solo artists out there. There's not a lot that sing in five-part harmony. So that was really great because that was a whole different perspective on the arrangement we had. And I promise everybody in the audience that a little later this hour, we will play the whole version that the KC sisters recorded of Oh Holy Night. Now over to Tasha. The year is 2023, but the year's almost over. It's almost 2024. What are your thoughts on being a girl group at this point in time? They were really popular in the 60s. Uh, not so much in more recent years. So what are your thoughts on that? I think that we do stand out. I think that we get a lot of comments about like, oh, it's you know so cute, like five little girls on stage, especially when we were younger, we'd kind of get that. And as we're kind of becoming older, I feel like it's definitely different. There's not a lot of five adult women together. There's a few bands, like there was Fifth Harmony, um, Little Mix, Spice Yeah, Girls. so there's a few other, Spice Girls, yeah. There's a few <laughs> other bands that do it as women, like not as kids, but there's not a lot. So there's not a lot for, first of all, to compare us to, but also sometimes when we're looking for like influence and um, to be like influenced by other bands, it's also kind of hard to find other bands like us. So it's interesting. And one might wonder how a group of five ladies, all sisters, can balance their personal life and their professional life. All right, I'm sure that there's a lot of problems and simpling rivalry at times, but yet you've got to get on stage and you've got to perform, and the audience really can't know what's going on if there is a problem. So how do you make that balance work? Well, so we we have in our family text, we have a business text <laughs> and a family text that we communicate through, and you're not allowed to text any Casey Sisters business stuff into the family one. You can only text it into the one labeled Casey sisters business and we're very strict about that and I think that's really good and like if we're celebrating a sister's birthday there's no business on that day but then if we have a rehearsal you can't talk about the sister's birthday during rehearsal it's only the business part of the rehearsal so we do try our best to keep it separate but that being said sometimes we are like we like hanging out with each other and we like to chit chat a lot. So sometimes during rehearsals, we get very distracted and talk about our personal life during rehearsal and vice versa. It's a lot but, of time management. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah time management. It's also, I mean, it's we fight. We definitely fight quite a lot. So, I mean, any siblings that are close fight. So you kind of have to leave it at the door when you go on stage or when you come into rehearsal. So I, there's countless times that people will be in a big fight right before we go on stage. And as soon as you get on stage, it's like it's gone. You're just smiling at the other person. You're performing. You just leave it completely off the stage. That's happened, though, sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially when we were younger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When we were younger, there'd be definitely fights. And then you kind of forget about the fight by the end of the show. Like you're mad right before it. You're like, you know, I'm just going to let it go for the show. 
I'll address it after. And then by the time the show's done, you've been singing together for an hour, you've been working hard together, feeding off each other's energy. It's like the anger's gone. Talking with members of the KC Sisters. If you say it quickly, it comes out like their last name, Casey, but I'm trying to beat into everybody's mind because I can't show you how it's spelled on the radio, so I've got to help you spell it. If you're going to look them up online, it's the Casey Sisters spelled with the letters K and C, and they're from Avon right here in Connecticut. So they are some seriously locally talented musicians that are getting out there in the world and sharing their talent with everybody. Now, I've got to know what kind of covers you guys do. Noelle? We spent some time at Parkville um, Recording Studio last year, last summer, and we recorded four covers. So we did Valerie, we did Jolene, we did Tennessee Waltz, and Walking on Sunshine. Walking on Sunshine. We um, do a lot of like the fun summer songs that you'll hear, like that people like to dance to. We do some Stevie Wonder, some Aretha Franklin. Um, There's a lot of different genres. Yeah, some Jackson Five, and then we do like some country ones, like Wide Open Spaces, and um, like Walking on Sunshine. Yeah, when we do the er, the covers, though, we always do it very different than the artist usually does it. We usually have our own arrangements, or we have mashups. Um, but we kind of like to take our twist on things, which is why you know you should check out our YouTube because it's kind of fun. <laughs> we always do things a little different than than what you're going to be used to. So we also um, a few years ago, actually before Nickelodeon, we recorded an album in Nashville, um, which was an amazing experience. Most of the songs on there were originals, but a couple on there were covers. So we actually rearranged. Um, Postman, please, Mr. Postman, a completely different arrangement. We also rearranged Can't Hurry Love, which are both by girl groups. So we did our own take on both of those, um, which we're, we really loved the results of those. I'm Morgan Cunningham. Our conversation with the Casey sisters will continue in just a few minutes. I do want to say that tonight they have a show in Windsor Locks. It's their holiday extravaganza starting at 7.30 tonight, going until about a quarter after 9 at Northwest Park in Windsor Locks. And if you'd like more information and ticket information, you can go to kcsisters.com, spelled with the letters kcsisters.com. I think I'll make it. I don't have my tickets yet, but I do plan to grab one and hopefully make it out there tonight. More on the way on WTIC. Hang on. Spotlight Connecticut with Morgan Cunningham. When I had the Casey sisters in the studio as we continue the conversation about their work and everything that they do, I wanted to do something different. I wanted to help make the talk show pop. I wanted to make my radio colleagues jealous. I wanted to do the things that TV can't do. I wanted to really do something fun here. And, uh, And if you think about radio, um, jingles have been popular for quite some time um, for a variety of different uses. And gone are the days where you could play a 60-second jingle and jingles about uh, the station's various promotions and things like that. But once in a while, you know, once in a blue moon, if you have something that can just help the production pop and maybe make people walk away singing something and helping to remember your brand and things like that. That That's cool, and that's fun, and that's what a jingle can do. Um, we don't have a ton of jingles that get a lot of use on WTIC, so I said, well, maybe it'd be cool if the Casey sisters could sing a jingle for me, Morgan Cunningham, on WTIC. And from time to time, maybe I'll throw it in and use it here on the show. So I asked them if they could come up with some jingles. And they said, sure, we'll, we'll do our best. 
Well, they didn't just do their best. They went above and beyond. They surprised me because I thought that they were just going to get around the microphone and make something up. Okay, I thought that they were just going to, the four of them, when we were recording together, I thought that they were just going to say, okay, well, what do you want me to say? Okay, well, how about a jingle that sings Morgan Cunningham? And that they would just, you know, vocalize and harmonize and take a moment or so and just sing my name. But what they did, they came in with sheet music. And they said, uh, we're, we're going to sing your jingles now. I said, oh my goodness, there's music. And then to take it a step further, their father, who was there, and he plays piano, he breaks out a keyboard, and he helps them to get the notes that they prepared and that they wrote and that they rehearsed the night before. I'm, I'm standing back like, oh my God, what am I about to get in for? So for several minutes, they sang a very uh, a variety of jingles for me. And I thought that it would be fun if I played an excerpt of what that session sounded like. Okay, yeah. Morgan Cunningham. Okay, so that's the first one. Hold out him. I should really go past it. Morgan Cunningham. All right, so you want to do it in the microphone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, sorry. You guys are a lot further from the mic from us than Broadway. Okay, ready? One, two. Morgan Cunningham. Now that is something. So from time to time, I might throw that in on the show. I'll find a way to fit it in week to week and uh, and get that on. And we'll always be thinking of the Casey sisters that way. There are several others. That's just one of them. Um, they sang one that was faster, one that was slower. They sang one that said, like, Spotlight Connecticut with Morgan Cunningham. Uh, I don't know. There were a variety of them, and I thought that was a ton of fun. And then they said to me, well, since this is Christmas and we're going to be promoting our Christmas shows, why don't we sing a Christmas song a cappella? And I said, well, that would be amazing. What are you going to do? And then they said to me that they could do a short a cappella version of Melikalikimaka. And next thing you know... They were doing it. Melakalikimaka is the thing to say On a bright Hawaiian Christmas day That's the island greeting that they send to you On the land where palm trees sway Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright The sun to shine by day and all the stars at night Melakalikimaka is Hawaii's way To say Merry Christmas very Merry Christmas, very Merry Merry Christmas to you, and you, and you, and you, and you. <laughs> Don't you love that? I love those harmonies. So rich, so tight. Love it. And you can see them tonight. They're holiday extravaganza in Windsor Locks, not too far away, actually, from Bradley International Airport. So you can go enjoy music, and then when you leave, you can go look up to the sky and see some planes. Uh, they are going to be there at 730 until about a quarter after nine tonight at the Northwest Park area in Windsor Locks. You could get more information and specifics on where that's located and also buy your tickets in advance if you go to their website, kcsisters.com. But if you're thinking to yourself that you can't get there tonight, well, you could try again next Saturday afternoon at 2. They're there for the Holiday Festival and Tree Lighting in Summers. They're going to be at the Summers Congregational Church again next Saturday at 2 in the afternoon. And then the following Friday, that would be December 15th, starting at 6.30 p.m. and going for an hour until 7.30. They'll be at the North Congregational Church in New Hartford. 
singing a variety of Christmas songs as part of their ongoing holiday extravaganza. And if that doesn't work for you and you're still in Greater Hartford and you want to check out a show, you could go to the one in Canton on Thursday, December 21st. So that's getting pretty pretty close to Christmas, but you can go and enjoy their show at St. Patrick's Church in Canton. And if you want to go to any of these and get more specifics on whether or not you need tickets, how to get your tickets, where to go, they have all of the maps that you need at their website, kcsisters.com, spelled literally kcsisters.com. I'm Morgan Cunningham. We've got more conversation with the sisters coming up and their recording of Oh, Holy Night. This is WTIC in Hartford. Hi, this is Aaron in Stamford, and you're listening to Spotlight Connecticut with Morgan Cunningham. Woo! Woo! Yeah, she's excited for the show. She's excited, I think, to hear the Casey sisters on with me this week. And, um, you know, obviously they can write their own music and their own material. They sang jingles for me. They make their own arrangements of great songs like Melikalikimaki, which you just heard just a few minutes ago. But... They also write their own full-blown songs, not little jingles and not cover versions of songs, but they actually write their own material. And I was curious what the process was for that. It's a process that isn't really like a set thing. Like sometimes someone will have like the lyrics for the song and they'll go to one of their other sisters and be like, oh, like, could you help with the melody? Or sometimes you'll just sit down and you'll have an idea and you'll write the entire thing. Sometimes we'll, we like go into the recording studio and just have the melody and we hear it and how it's played. And then that's how we come up with the harmony and that's how we come up with the other instruments. So it's really not like a one set thing. It's a lot of collaboration between everyone and a lot of like, hey, take a listen to this. Let me know what you think. And then we kind of just tweak it a lot from there. And a lot of exactly what you said, like I was driving this past summer when I thought of a, a melody, so I pulled out my phone and, and voice memoed it and then went home and started playing around in Logic. We use Logic for our recording software. Um, got the whole instrumentation down, started writing lyrics, bounced it off some of the sisters on what their idea was um, until we get it to the point where we're happy with it. Well, Noel, for the last 40-some-odd minutes, I have been teasing the Casey Sisters cover of Oh Holy Night, which is new, and I'm about to debut it. All two minutes of it. It's only two minutes long, but it is jam-packed with goodness. You'll hear it. You will be just taken aback, breathless, maybe. And so, Noel, what should people listen for when they listen to the Casey sisters doing Oh Holy Night? The harmonies. That's really our specialty. That's what we go for is, is really listen for the harmonies and the sister blend. I mean, that's really what we're known for is, is how we blend our voices just naturally blend so well together because that's what we grew up doing. So just listen for the harmony and and I and I think you'll like it. Yeah, and I think you'll like it too. It's WTIC News Talk 1080. I'm Morgan Cunningham on Spotlight Connecticut with the Casey Sisters from Avon covering Oh Holy Night. I'm Morgan Cunningham at Spotlight Connecticut. Isn't that just beautiful? Oh Holy Night, the Casey Sisters, their cover of it. And I am curious about something that's right in the beginning of the song, just seconds into it. Oh, holy night. There's a swoop there on night. And I don't do it as well as the Casey sisters do. I was just trying to imitate it there so everybody knows what I'm talking about. But at least what is that all about? And how did you guys come up with that? 
I think, honestly, we were just singing it, and one of us did it, and then everyone was like, oh, I like that. Like, why don't we all do it? Because when we record a song, we have to go through it a bunch of times and make sure everyone is swooping at the same time, everyone's singing the same note at the same time. And so I think at one point somebody did it and somebody was like, oh, it's not supposed to swoop there. And then someone else was like, oh, I actually really liked that. And then we kept it in. So a fortunate mistake? Yeah, yes. I think Oh, so. there's a lot of those. I mean, even if you listen or if you hear the, the fills in there, a lot of those are just, you know, trial and error. So there's a lot of, you'll hear some of the fills. There's some other slides in there as well um, that were not planned, but just happened and they ended up sounding good. So we kept it. For those of you in the audience who are not musically inclined, I'm going to ask them to do a rough demonstration. <laughs> what is the slide for people that... Maybe they heard it, but they don't know what uh, I'm referring to. Can a you guys slide. demonstrate it? Yeah. Can we have it? Can we like? Can we practice it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Go ahead. I'm not that ruthless. Right. That's what you're talking about, right? amazing you guys cut off exactly where you're supposed to on that crisp tea yeah we're used to it thank you you must have rehearsed that a million times oh, because so you guys Absolutely. just did that spur of the moment here yeah it was very impressive thank, thank you. you thank you and, and noel you were conducting a little bit are you usually the one that conducts or, or did you say your father does it no because he's on the piano so we actually don't usually he's behind us when we perform so when we sing and we perform, we usually actually go into semicircles so that we can see each other. And when we're on stage, nobody's actually conducting. It's more of like a eye contact, sense the energy of the other people. We also practice it a lot. So sometimes we're like, guys, cut off exactly here. But a lot of the time, it's just like we look, we see someone's about to end, and then we all kind of just like know what to do. It's like telepathy. Yeah. Do you guys have secret clues? Like if somebody, I don't know, winks or looks a certain way, <laughs> Or smiles a certain way. Is that a cue? You know, no, we don't, but we can definitely read each other's yeah. really well. eyes yeah. pretty well. So, you know, if someone does something wrong, the audience won't be able to tell. But yeah. if we make eye contact with each other, we know. And sometimes, <laughs> like, or maybe if we came in wrong and the piano's still going, we can kind of look at each other and quickly decide just with our eyes, like, how we're going to continue, like, how right. we're going to fix it right in the moment so we don't have you know planned things which maybe we should talk about yeah, that could be That's a good, good idea, idea. <laughs> but we definitely we definitely have a lot of looks on stage that kind of help us continue see i'm preparing you for the big tour right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes the big tour now i don't know if this is something that they want to do full-time i imagine so so ladies tasha maybe you could take this question what are your full-time jobs or is this your full-time job We'd like this to be our full-time job, but at the moment, um, it's not at the moment. So I'm actually in grad school. Kathleen and Elise are both in undergraduate right now, and Noelle is working full-time. So. Right, but we all decided to go to college locally to continue with the band. So Elise and Kathleen, we all went to the same college in Hartford, Trinity College, um, and we did that on purpose to stay close and, and still rehearse every week. Yeah, the music's definitely the priority. But you guys love to do this full-time. Yes. I get that yeah. feeling. Absolutely. What would it take for you guys to do this full-time? I think it would just take us like booking enough gigs and having enough sponsorship to be able to 
just not have to work another job and be able to just do this over the summer. Like last summer, all of us had a job and then would be coming back and then rehearsing. So it was like we were all working two full-time jobs. I think what we would need is just to be able to do one job and have enough income from it to not have to do another one. Yeah, yeah. we're really hoping that these two albums, the Christmas album that we're preparing to record and the summer album we just recorded, um, will really get us enough views and get enough people kind of hearing us that we can kind of do that, that we can book a lot more shows, that we can go on these tours, that we can actually, you know, make it our only thing because that's what we want. Yeah. You know, I would take opening for Taylor Swift too. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Oh, yeah. Hey, if she does another one of those tours, you'll <laughs> yeah. never have to work again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the KC Sisters with me, Morgan Cunningham on Spotlight Connecticut. Let's wrap this up. Any final thoughts, Tasha? We love meeting our fans. We love meeting new people. So please just come out to our shows. Um, message us on Instagram. We love talking to people. We love collaborations. We love um, we love performing. So really, the more people come to our shows, shows the more shows we get to do. Um, and we like seeing you guys. Where can people find you online? The website and your social media, please. Yeah, so our website is KCSisters.com. We are on Instagram as The KC Sisters, TikTok KC Sisters. We are also streaming on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music, YouTube. Um, so check us out. It's not hard to find them at all. Thank you guys for coming on Spotlight Connecticut. And just to run down all of those shows, including the one tonight, December 2nd, you can go to their website, kcsisters.com. That's how you'll find everything you need to know about the KC Sisters and then some. They have so much on their website. Um, but if you click on events, that will take you to the page where they have all of their show information that you could possibly want. So you see that they're playing tonight, Holiday Extravaganza, starting at 7.30 at Northwest Park in Windsor Locks. And that goes until 9.15. And you have to get tickets for that. It's linked up on their website, kcsisters.com. Spotlight Connecticut with Morgan Cunningham. Embracing what's fun with Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080.